It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. This is Riz Hatton with the Becker's Dental with DSO podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Dave Salsatroli, Chief Strategy Officer of Singing River Dental Partners. Dave, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Fantastic. Could you start off by just telling us a bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I have grew up in Bend, Oregon, and a uh, tiny little mountain town that's certainly exploded, and um, three kids, and uh, entered into the dental space uh, kind of from a unique side, uh, more from a consulting uh, practice. Um, got really engaged with a, a particular client, uh, Dr. Jimmy Gardner, the owner of Stingy River Dental Partners, and was so inspired by their commitment to their mission and vision to take care of people that, um, that I decided to, to jump on and, and help, uh, help to grow their practice. So it's been, been an incredible journey, and, um, and it's been really fun to be in this dental space. Fantastic. Thank you for that introduction there. So what are the biggest issues you're following in dentistry today? Well, I know that probably previous guests and others have obviously talked about labor shortages. So when I was thinking about um, some areas to discuss, uh, I didn't want to spend the whole time on that. But certainly finding and growing and developing uh, talent is always going to be a challenge. But I think the broader issue there is really one that contributes to just margin compression from all sides, um, you have uh, certainly the labor costs are rising, uh, depending upon you know sort of how regional you are or how you know remote you are versus uh, maybe in a more urban setting where talent might be more readily available. But um, that certainly contributes to it. But then still have rising costs of supplies, PPO uh, reimbursement rates. Uh, it's hard to, to get those to move a little bit. Um, and, and so I think that it's just margin compression on all sides. I think what we definitely saw through COVID is that the dental space was very resilient to recession, but it's not resilient 100% to inflation. Um, and so I think uh, we've just been working to, to try to, uh, to mitigate those risks of margin compression so that we can continue to put fuel in the tank of the business to uh, take care of more people. So. That's been a big focus for us uh, that we're that we're staying uh, keeping our pulse on. Interesting. Thank you. So, what are you most excited about, and what makes you nervous when you think about the future of dentistry? Yeah, that's a great question. So, uh, most excited about is that uh, there are so many new technologies that are entering into the space. Everything from AI-enabled technologies to uh, greater diagnostic tools. So I'm excited about that space. I think um, the the growth of new technologies uh, is going to be a huge game changer for um, for you know many practices, and it certainly has been for ours. Um, everything from 3D printing, which we're investing in heavily right now, to uh, faster ways to produce same day crowns, 
Um, and so I'm just excited about the, the various technologies that are coming into the space. Um, you know, certainly the challenge with those is being able to invest and integrate those new technologies. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we've, we've seen that as well. But um, I'm excited about those new technologies that are, that are coming in. Um, in terms of a more, you know, the second part of your question around what makes you nervous, I think as we look out the next 12, 18, 24 months, the economic, uh, there's a little bit of economic uncertainty, um, certainly, as it already has been. And so um, I'm interested to see how that affects the, the, uh, our patients, their ability to invest in their total health, their ability to invest in, um, in you know, maybe some of the cosmetic dentistry that they've been hoping for. So I'm interested to see how the, you know, maybe the, the tightness of available, you know, uh, cash for them may, may impact their ability to invest in, in their dental care. Um, so that, I think that'll be an interesting space, one that, that I'm, not, I'm not sure how it's going to go, um, but uh, I, I think that our approach has been that irregardless of, um, of what happens out there in market conditions, we're going to keep providing world-class dental care, taking care of people, going the extra mile on that patient experience, and, and I think that we'll, we'll do fine through that, but certainly something to, to watch. Interesting. Thank you. Could you touch on and, and kind of go into depth about the number one technology you're keeping your eye on at the moment? Yeah, so uh, 3D printing is the one that, that we've most recently invested in. And I'm, I'm really interested in this space because uh, I think it's going to, it's going to allow us to uh, 3D print our dentures eventually. And I know there's even some conversation around the technology to be able to 3D print crowns. Um, and uh, at a cost basis, that's much less than what it takes right now. So I'm interested in that, that 3D printing space that, um, that has made huge leaps and bounds from uh, what Dent Supplies invested in it and Sprint Ray and others. And so I'm interested to see how that space continues to grow and allows us to increase patient outcomes, bring down our own costs and, um, and be able to do it faster and, and, and more accurate. Um, uh, so that digital dentistry space, including the 3D printing is one that that we're really excited about. Fascinating, thank you. So what will the most effective healthcare leaders need to be successful in the next two to three years? Yeah, great question. I uh, will take this from the approach of my role as the chief strategy officer. And I think, I think one discipline that many organizations have struggled with, certainly um, going through COVID and post COVID and now into the space where again, the dental industry is changing so quickly, is, is how do I lead and adapt to the rate of change that, that is now present within our industry? And, and so I put a lot of emphasis on, I think there's really, change leadership is really the skill that any effective uh, healthcare leader or in, in another organization really needs to be able to build the discipline within their organization around, and, and really comes down to four things. How do I create a culture of innovation where we're constantly seeking and finding new, effective, and innovative ways to, to do our work? How do I then translate a vision or an idea into a strategy that has steps and milestones in, in, in it, that has multiple people engaged in that space? Um, how do I then engage those individuals in helping me push that change forward, guide that change, and then how do I make sure we execute it all the way through? It's not just an idea that is up in the air, but we actually execute those steps to make us better 
on the other side. And so I think that's a, that's a skill set um, that it's not just managing change. It's actually being proactive around seeing where we can grow, how we can get better, and then building a discipline within leadership, within your office managers, practice managers, whoever those stakeholders might be, to be able to really um, translate vision into strategy, strategy into executable items, and, and then into reality. So um, that's a, I, th I think that's a skill that has to be, um, has to be thought about and built uh, for healthcare leaders uh, to be successful. Fantastic. Well, Dave, thank you so much for all of your great insights today and for joining us on the podcast. I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity.